My entitled mother-in-law refuses to invite me on a family trip, choosing to only invite my husband and my two sons. With her excuse being that we're not really family, proving once and for all that she truly does not like me. But after I started complaining about this situation and telling my sons exactly why I can't come on this trip, my husband has turned on me and is now calling me a jerk for opening up about my feelings. And now I'm kind of at a loss and I seriously don't know what to do. Here's what happened. So my husband and I have two eight-year-old twin boys. We both work full time and my husband makes a little more than me, but just a little. We make enough to be financially secure. We can afford all the necessities and rent a two-bedroom apartment, but we have never traveled aside from weekend road trips and probably won't be able to in the foreseeable future. My husband's family is quite well off. A few weeks ago, my mother-in-law called my husband and asked if he wanted to bring our kids to go on a trip with her. She apparently wanted to spend some time with her family, but her supposed family doesn't include me. She has always disliked me and never considered me a part of her family, partly because I'm not very religious. I mean, my husband is, but he respects my lack of belief and also because she just doesn't like me. My husband knows this and hasn't ever forced me to interact with her, but he still talks to her occasionally. Anyhow, he told me that my mother-in-law had offered to pay for him and the boys to go on a two-week trip with her around Thanksgiving time. But guess what? I'm not invited. She said that I'm not her real family, so she doesn't want to pay for me as well. And this is word for word according to my husband. She knows that we cannot afford for me to pay to come on this luxury trip. She can afford it pretty easily herself and I was pretty upset about this because I would love a break too but I understand that the kids will love this so I said that of course they should go. I tried to be cheerful about it but my husband understood that I was upset. He asked my mother-in-law specifically to please invite me as well so that we can have a proper family trip. She reiterated that I might be his family, but I'm not her family. I told him not to push it because I want my kids to have a good time without my husband and mother-in-law fighting during the trip. But I've been feeling pretty angry about the whole thing. So yesterday when my son asked me why I wasn't more excited about the trip, I told him that I wasn't coming because his grandma hates me. I said this in a bitter tone and they were pretty upset to hear this. Later, my husband told me I was being a jerk for dumping my feelings on my kids and making making them feel guilty about looking forward to the trip. He said I was ruining it for them and also ruining their relationship with their mother. They are pretty close after all. He then called me selfish. So honestly, did I do anything wrong here? Am I the jerk in this situation? What should I do? Your husband and your mother-in-law are complete jerks. First of all, your husband is a coward. He is not standing up to his mother in the slightest and he is letting her treat you like garbage in an open manner. Like this is a blatant form of disrespect and there's no excuse excuse for him not defending you. Why on earth would she try to be like, well, you're not my family, but your kids are? Like, what is she talking about? Of course you're family. The fact that he is even entertaining having some kind of trip with his mother-in-law while you stay at home and your kids go along is incredibly insulting. I would not stand for that. Look, in my opinion, if the kids are going somewhere, then both parents should be there as well. So the fact that your husband is so willfully letting this slide and basically doing nothing to try and defend your name is unbelievably toxic and a massive red flag in my opinion. There is no excuse for this behavior. Legitimately, there really is no good excuse. And how dare the mother-in-law try and act like this is appropriate. She's trying to pretend like it's okay to split up the family and basically trying to test yours and your husband's boundaries. Because if she can get away with this, then she will absolutely push the envelope further in the future. That's my honest opinion at least. So no, you are not the jerk here. Your husband's a jerk for not even trying to defend you as well as having literally no spine 
fine in this situation. And also, your mother-in-law is a complete weirdo. Any grandparent who acts like this has no business being around your kids. And I know if I was in your shoes, there's no way I would ever put up with this. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out. Link down below in the description. Also, go to amithejerk.com slash submit if you would like to submit your own stories. My entitled co-worker treats me like garbage and has constantly been trying to get me fired. So I decide to maliciously comply and as a result, I make her job just a little bit harder just to try and get some revenge from her horrible attitude. Here's what happened. I'm a 28-year-old female and I work in insurance billing for a big medical facility in my area. And one of my daily tasks is to save and download remits from a program daily. I've been at this company for a little over three years now and I know how to do my job and I do it pretty well. There is this woman that we will call Jane. Jane is not her real name. She's about 51 years old and she is always trying to make things harder for me as well as trying to get me fired. There is a set of four cubicles where myself, another employee, and Jane sit at with a printer sitting in the other cubicle. She's lied to higher-ups about me sleeping at my desk, wasting time, playing on my phone, and just overall anything she could come up with just to try and make me look bad. She's yelled at me for turning the lights off on her, which honestly was an accident, and I apologized to her, but she just kept trying to go off on me, bringing the argument into the parking lot. I just ignored her and kept walking, but that turned into a meeting with the office manager, as well as my direct supervisor, with Jane and other employees and myself. Long story short, I basically told her I didn't understand where all the animosity was coming from. I'd been working here for two and a half years at this point. She looked at me and said that I got her in trouble my second week of ever being there, because she told me something about a job I had no idea about, and I asked my direct supervisor who was training me at the time after that, and she told me how to do something. And this is the reason why she doesn't like me. I didn't go out of my way to get her in trouble or anything like that. I was just confused, so I asked a question. I did apologize to her in the meeting, but she just ignored me. Well, fast forward a week, and I'm sitting at my desk, and she comes up to me to say that she accepted my apology. Then she starts printing out Bible verses and scriptures just to put on her corkboard about forgiveness and how it's not for the other person, it's for yourself. She's literally the meanest person that works here, but she's got this holier-than-thou mentality that makes her think that she's the best thing since sliced bread. And with all things considered, I decided now would be a good time to maliciously comply. So for context, I save and download remits for a few different clients every morning. Mondays are my busiest days for this because I have to pull them from different sites while also pulling them from a program that sends these to us electronically. Jane does billing for one of the same clients I pull remits for, and she needs these remits just so she can make deposits as well as several other things. It usually takes me about three hours to complete this for all the clients, mostly because of what would come through over the weekend and on Fridays. So Jane essentially needs these first thing in the morning. Well, apparently, Jane has complained that I keep messing them up when I save and download them. But here's the thing. I know I'm not messing up. In fact, I triple-check myself. I received an email last week stating that Jane was complaining again, so I decided Monday would be the day that I did things a bit differently. I came in, and instead of doing Jane's client first, I did the other four, and then I decided to take my time on Jane's. Because, you know, I had to make sure every letter and number was 100% correct, because she needs them to be. I didn't want her to be upset or anything like that. Well, she was waiting for all the remits for a deposit, so instead of the deposit getting done at 8.30, it instead didn't get done until the next day. I've now been doing hers last since Monday, and I don't know if anything will be said about her taking 
taking longer, but I have to do as I'm told and make sure it's correct, right? But I'm honestly sick of Jane and hopefully I don't have to deal with her in the future. That's really toxic behavior in my opinion. This Jane lady seriously wants to try and act like you're the one with the problem and then print off all these Bible verses just to try and justify her own toxic behavior? Like seriously, this lady has problems. First of all, you didn't do anything wrong. This Jane lady has had it out for you all because of a misunderstanding literally two years ago. Can you imagine being so petty that you hold a grudge against a co-worker who hasn't bothered you ever, by the way, all because of something they did when they first started? Like, that is insane to me. There is no reason to act like that in the slightest. This Jane lady is the one with the problem. She has no reason to act this way, and she just takes out her frustrations on you for no reason. The original poster also goes on to clarify that she definitely made her voice known when she had that meeting with everybody. She said straight up that Jane has been incredibly nasty while also defending herself against everything that was said about her. So good for the original poster, and hopefully for the sake of your own sanity, you won't have to deal with Jane like this ever again. I accidentally made my partner wait outside until 4 in the morning, and now as a result, he is so angry with me, leaving me unsure of how to apologize or even knowing what to do. Here's what happened. So for a bit of context, my partner and I have been living at my mom's house for a while now. Things have been up and down for both of us, so although it's not the most ideal living arrangement, it's made things slightly easier during this rough patch. However, with situations like this, it's becoming a problem. I've never been so serious and so in love with someone, so I believe sometimes it definitively clouds my judgment on certain situations. But you know what? This time, I think I really messed up unintentionally. Last night, he messaged me from work to say that he wanted to come home early as he wasn't really feeling too good. For a bit of context, he works at night. I agreed to stay up until he was ready to come home so that I could order him an Uber because public transportation is not 24 hours here and we don't drive. Originally, he said he'd be done by 2 in the morning, so I stayed up. But then he didn't communicate with me until 3 o'clock in the morning and at that point, I was shattered. I didn't complain though. I just ordered him the cab and waited for him to be in it so I knew that I'd done what I needed to in order to help him. But this is where everything went sideways. As a bit of side context, every time he leaves for work, my first question is, do you have a key to the house? And his response was, yes, it's in my pocket. So as far as I was concerned, I had done my job for the night, meaning that I could finally rest. So I put my phone back on silent and I thought to myself he would be home soon for cuddles. But no, he didn't have his key. And of course, I was fast asleep and I didn't hear my phone because, you know, it was on silent all the way up to the point where he rang it so many times that the battery went out. He didn't ring the bell because he didn't want to wake up my mom or my son. But to be completely honest, I kind of wish he did. So he ended up waiting outside for over an hour until I eventually woke up, realized he wasn't in bed and that my phone was out of battery. I could literally feel the panic rushing through my body and I shot up to rush to the door and I saw him standing there. I was met with some very vulgar language and I knew that it wasn't good. He is now so angry at me and I do completely understand why but when it comes to my argument I ask him if he has a key just to avoid this situation from happening because I know myself and I can drop like a fly when I'm tired. Anyway, I'm not asking who's in the wrong here because nothing was done intentionally or maliciously. It is honestly just an awful situation. I just have no idea how to make things right. I know he'll probably get through it but then I can also see that this is bigger than any other time that we've argued and I genuinely do feel so horrible about it. How do I apologize to him while also stressing that he needs to be more responsible on his end? What should I do? Honestly, 
honestly, it kind of seems out of place that your partner is not doing more to cover his own transportation. Like, why should you have to stay up until all hours of the night just to try and get him home? Also, this is an adult we're talking about, right? Last I checked, this guy's 27 years old. How does he not have a key to his apartment? Like, isn't that one of the three things you grab when you go out the door? For me, I'm always checking if I have my keys, my phone, and my wallet. Like, how did he seriously walk out the door without his key? That is honestly mind-blowing, and that is not your fault. And look, I can understand him being tired and very angry about the situation, but for him to have some kind of grudge and not be willing to have, I don't know, a conversation about this is really immature in my opinion. So I think it all just comes down to apologizing and trying to find some kind of like middle ground. I know if I was in your shoes, I would start off by saying, look, I'm really sorry that I didn't let you in, but also you really need to keep your keys with you and maybe order your own taxi or Uber from this point forward or something along those lines. Because here's the thing, in my opinion, you're both adults. This is a conversation the both of you absolutely can have. And if he wants to be unreasonable and have some kind of weird grudge against you, then I truly believe the problem is with him. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. An entitled family comes into our restaurant 10 minutes after closing, and even though I explained to them that we were closing for the night, my pushover manager allowed them to stay, and as a result, this family made my life a living nightmare, and I've honestly never been more angry in my life. Here's what happened. So to start things out, on Tuesday, I worked a closing shift at a restaurant I work at. Where I work, we close at 9 o'clock p.m. during the weekdays and 11 o'clock p.m. during the weekends. It's also important to add that online our hours are 11 p.m. all week. Even though our actual hours are different, it's been an issue for a few weeks and we are still trying to fix this because some people tend to walk in after closing. Most of the time people are understanding and they leave. Sometimes though we get a few who are upset and throw a fit, but this Tuesday I had the most entitled family walk in literally 10 minutes past closing and I couldn't believe the way they treated me. A man walks in asking if we are still open and I tell him I apologize but we 
close at 9 o'clock and we are closed for the night. He then says to me, but your hours online say that you close at 11 o'clock. And I then explain to him how we've been trying to get it fixed and that our hours are 9 o'clock p.m. weekdays and 11 o'clock p.m. on weekends. He does say okay and then leaves the restaurant. And I thought he'd leave, but I was very wrong. His wife then walks in with three children behind her, asking if we're actually closed or if I'm too lazy to serve them. So I explained to her what I explained to her husband, and my manager actually overhears this conversation. I think it's also important to add that my manager is a complete suck-up to customers, and trust me, you're going to see exactly why. He walks up to us and tells this entitled woman, oh, we can add a seat, no problem. So he then just seats them at a table that I had just swept up and cleaned. I asked him why he did that, because for starters, we are closed, and secondly, the kitchen and the bar were also closing up for the night. He then tells me, it's better to just let them have their way and not to argue. I then ask if he's expecting our kitchen and bar to stay open all night for this one family, and he tells me, no, just get their order, and once that ticket is finished, the kitchen will then close up. So I just accepted it and went up to them to get their order. When I walk up to them, I say to them, welcome, I just want to let y'all know our kitchen and bar are closing up for the night, so our last calls for any drinks and food items will be right now. And I literally said this, since my manager told me that the kitchen would close after I ring their ticket, and that's when the mom chimes in and says, I really do not appreciate being rushed, which would be understandable if you didn't come in after closing. So after a million questions going back and forth, they finally decided on what they wanted to eat. After they are done ordering, I let them know again that it's last call and that they wouldn't be able to order anything else. And that's when the mom tells me, yeah, whatever, just ring in our food since you want us out so badly. I say to them, okay, and then I just walk away. After I bring out their food, they immediately tell me that the dishes I brought out were wrong. They begin to tell me that they actually wanted grilled fish instead of fried fish. They never mention any modifications about any fish to me while they were ordering. Also, it wasn't like I was rushing them while ordering because I answered about 20 different questions about every single dish just so they would know every detail about the dish. They then tell me, whatever, it's fine, we'll just eat it as it is. So then I just walk away and I let my manager know that their food is out and that the kitchen is good to close up. Five minutes go by and I go and check on this family to see if they need anything else. And my God, they completely ruined the booth they were sitting at. Food was all over the floor and grease was all over the seats where the kids were sitting. I think I let it show on my face the shock I felt because the mom said, yeah, you're going to have a lot to clean up. I try to keep my composure and ask if they need anything else. And they tell me, yes, we want to order to go, but I then tell them that they can't because last call was while they were ordering. And it's right about now that this woman goes crazy. She starts demanding all of the food they ate for free, while also saying that I'm an awful server for not letting them order to go. At this point, I just walk away. I go print their tab so that they can pay and finally leave because I was done with this woman's behavior. When it came time to be paid out, the husband pulls out a stack of cash and gives me the exact amount. And then he gives me a penny. He tells me, here's your tip. But I refuse to let it get to me. I simply handed him his penny back and I just told him to get home safe and that they need to leave. After they left, I go and clean up the mess that they made, including the children's boogers off the wall because they also left that for me to clean up. After all was done, I left it around 11 o'clock p.m. to go home. And honestly, I hope that mom gets karma for the way she treats people. Wow, I honestly don't know if I would continue working there if that happened to me. Like, first of all, your manager sucks. 
I've said it once and I'll say it a hundred times. Any manager, and I mean any manager who throws their coworkers under the bus just to try and make themselves look good while also trying to pander to customers or clients or whomever, they, in my opinion, are absolute dirtbags. That is so inappropriate and it goes against literally everything you were trained to do at this restaurant. Like, this is not fair for you or the kitchen in the slightest. So for him to step in like that really makes you look bad. It makes you look like the bad guy even though you were just doing your job. Like, my man, it's a Tuesday night. Why are we letting people into the restaurant? We are about to close. Do you not understand what that means? Now, I've worked in the restaurant industry as a server and a busboy, and I can tell you after a long day, the last thing I want to deal with is somebody coming in after closing. Like, I literally just want to go home and get some sleep because chances are I've got an early morning the next day. But these people come in 10 minutes after closing. I'm kind of surprised the doors weren't closed at that point or maybe like the front door was locked or something like that. Something to make it very clear, hey, we're closed and you can't come in to eat. Also, I can only imagine how angry the kitchen must be. They're probably freaking out, sitting there thinking to themselves, wait a second, I thought we were going home. The one golden rule of the restaurant is that you don't upset the kitchen because the kitchen is literally the lifeblood of the restaurant. You can have the best service possible. You can be the most charming waiter on planet Earth. But if the kitchen walks out, none of that matters. They really are the MVPs of the restaurant and they really do deserve the credit that they get. So overall, this is an awful situation. Your manager sucks and the customers that you had to deal with are just awful. And I'm not even exaggerating here. Like, think about what they did. They didn't listen to anything you said. They tried to order after you said, hey, we can't order anything else, so get it all while you can. And they also tried to act really entitled over the dumbest things. And then at the end of it, they destroy the booth that you just cleaned while also trying to give you a penny for a tip that is so inappropriate and so disrespectful. So if I was in your shoes, I would make it very clear to my manager that if he ever does that again, he will be the one to wait on the people that he lets in. Because what you dealt with was so unprofessional. And it literally all stems back to your manager being an absolute pushover. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, check out the playlist at the top of the description. And if you want some vibey music to put on in the background, check out Easy Mode. If you like Am I the Jerk, check out Am I the Genius. Everything will be linked in the description.